0: Welcome. I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is the podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of Matthew. Today is episode 764, and we'll look at Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through 14. Let's read our passage. Moving on from there, he entered their synagogue. There he saw a man who had a shriveled hand, and in order to accuse him, they asked him, is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? He replied to them, Who among you, if he had a sheep that fell into a pit on the Sabbath, wouldn't take hold of it and lift it out? A person is worth far more than a sheep. So it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. Then he told the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was restored as good as the other. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might kill him. This is the gospel according to Matthew. Matthew's presenting this account of the ministry of Jesus to convince people to come to faith in Jesus, primarily the Jews, is who he's writing to. His desire is that they would recognize that Jesus is the promised Messiah, the fulfillment of the Old Testament. He's presenting this teaching, preaching, and healing ministry of Jesus. And we're in a section now, chapters 11 and 12, which are dealing with a variety of responses to Jesus. We started with John the Baptist. His response was doubt. He was so certain back at the beginning of the gospel that Jesus was the promised one. But now he's in prison and it doesn't seem like things are happening the way he thinks they should. So he sent people to ask, are you really the one? So there was doubt from John the Baptist. Then Jesus pronounced woes on these towns in Galilee. Their problem was indifference. The majority of people didn't actively oppose him, but they also didn't come to faith. They just didn't care. They went on about their lives. Their problem was indifference. But then some responded in faith, and Jesus spoke about those. He encouraged them to come to him, take his yoke, his burden, is light. And then there was opposition. We saw this last time, the Pharisees, where, in their view, Jesus and his disciples were violating the Sabbath. That's where we pick it up today. We're still in that same section, dealing with the same Pharisees with the same issue, the issue of the Sabbath. So, we'll pick it up in verse 9. Moving on from there, he entered their synagogue. So moving on from there, that would be the scene that we saw in the grain field, where the disciples of Jesus were picking the heads of the grain as they walked through the field and eating it as they walked. The Pharisees said, no, that's reaping and threshing. That's work. You're not allowed to do that on the Sabbath. You guys are Sabbath breakers. And Jesus said, I am the Lord of the Sabbath. So now, moving on from there, he entered their synagogue. Whose synagogue? Apparently the Pharisees who are criticizing him, their synagogue. Verse 10, there he saw a man who had a shriveled hand. And in order to accuse him, they asked him, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? So it says they asked him, assuming this to be the Pharisees, the same Pharisees that accused him and his disciples of violating the Sabbath in the grain field. Now, they ask him a question, but also says in order to accuse him. So they're not asking him to get information. It's not even an academic of, hey, what do you think about this? This is something that gets debated but what do you think? It's they're specifically looking for something to accuse him of. So it seems to imply that they think they know what Jesus will say. Now, Jesus had just quoted from Hosea, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, earlier. And we see that a couple of places in the Old Testament. The specific quote is from Hosea 6.6. 6. We also see it in 1 Samuel 1522, where Saul is complaining that he's being judged. And he says, well, you look all the things I did. And the prophet Samuel says, does the Lord take pleasure in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as in obeying the Lord? Look, to obey is better than sacrifice. To pay attention is better than the fat of rams. So the answer to King Saul was, It doesn't matter what you did. What matters is the condition of your heart. What matters is how you relate to God. And that was the complaint in Hosea. People were doing all the religious things. And the answer was, you may be doing the right things outwardly, but inwardly your hearts are hard. And it's ironic because that's exactly what's going on here with the Pharisees is they're not concerned with this man. They're just looking for an excuse to accuse Jesus, and they know what Jesus is going to say. Hey, Jesus, here's a guy who needs healing. Is it okay to heal him on the Sabbath? What do you think? Wink, wink, nod, nod. And they'll probably anticipate what his answer is based on what he's done in the past and his comment that he made earlier that he is the Lord of the Sabbath. And this is obviously not an emergency. It was one thing to do something in an emergency. Somebody's going to die if you don't act. This, apparently this has been a long-term thing, it could certainly wait until the next day. Verse 11, he replied to them, Who among you, if he had a sheep that fell into a pit on the Sabbath, wouldn't take hold of it and lift it out? Now, this was an actual rabbinic argument. You have an animal that falls into a well, falls into a pit, and can't get out. And it's the Sabbath. What do you do? And the religious leaders in Qumran, where we have the Dead Sea Scrolls, they had actually made a ruling. You may not lift that animal out on the Sabbath. Now, later, some of the rabbis got together and came up with a ruling. well, Okay, you really can't lift him out, but you could throw some things in the pit so the animal could climb out itself. Or you could throw some food in the pit so the animal can at least eat until the next day comes and you can actually lift it out. But then even later, rabbis made a ruling, well, yeah, you can lift the animal out of the pit on the Sabbath. Now, Jesus is dealing with reality. He's having this discussion with the Pharisees, but obviously the whole synagogue population is there. And so he's saying to everyone, okay, let's get down to real life you have a sheep falls in a pit on the Sabbath, what are you going to do? And every one of them knows in their heart, I'm going to pull it out. And so nobody argues with them over that answer, it seems, because they know in their heart, that's what they would do in real life. Then it goes on verse 12. A person is worth far more than a sheep. So it is lawful to do what is good on the Sabbath. Now this is a different way of thinking for them. They had come up with exceptions where it's lawful to do what is an emergency on the Sabbath, but just to do what is good. we got a lot of problems with that. One, that's very subjective. That's up to each individual person, then, to decide what is good. I can decide for myself what is good. Just claim, hey, this is a good thing to do. And that's not the way you get around. You have to have rules. You have to have rules that would meet. Any possible situation. So, we know what rule to follow. We can't leave it up to people to decide how to obey the Sabbath. So, it's very subjective. It's also a little different in their rules, in that this is very positive. It's lawful to do good versus being restrictive, like their rules are you cannot do this, you cannot do that. So, it's a whole different way of thinking that's absolutely contrary to their mindset. So, obviously, they don't like it. Verse 13. Then he told the man, stretch out your hand. So he stretched it out, and it was restored as good as the other. Then verse 14. But the Pharisees went out and plotted against him how they might kill him. So we just step back and kind of apply the common sense, which is what Jesus did. We said, okay, you got a sheep that falls in a pit. What are you going to do? And everybody knows, I'm going to pull the sheep out. Here, what actual work was involved in healing this man? Jesus said, "Stretch out your hand." As long as it didn't result in healing, Jesus is perfectly allowed in their mind to say, "Stretch out your hand," and the man's allowed to stretch out his hand. But to heal him by saying, "Stretch out your hand," that is work, and that is a violation of the Sabbath. So we see the silliness of it on the just. On the surface, it's craziness. It's getting caught up in rules. That was the problem, is legalism. So there was no actual work here, but he healed, which they've labeled as work. Now, verse 14, it says, They plotted how they might kill him. Now, the word that gets translated kill. In many translations, it says destroy. It's a word that can be translated as ruin, destroy, or kill. So it could be translated a variety of ways. So what's the intent here? Are they plotting to actually kill him or are they just plotting to discredit him, to ruin his reputation? You can't really say from the context. And that's where the translators, of the CSB here, is, along with the NIV, several translations say kill. But a lot of translations say destroy. Now, what's their real complaint? Why are they upset? Well, one, he doesn't follow the rules. If you don't follow the rules, you're a rule breaker, a law breaker. But it's their rules, not actually the Mosaic Law that's involved. It's their interpretation of how to follow the Mosaic Law. He's not following the rules. He's also challenging their authority to even make rules and decide what the rules are. And he's claiming authority for himself way beyond their understanding of scripture. When he says things like, I am the Lord of the Sabbath, they don't like that at all. He also threatens their authority in the synagogue. They're the ones that say how you serve God, how you follow God, how you follow the law. They're the law people. Their whole understanding of how to know God is to follow rules. And so he's threatening everything about them and their understanding. Now they're plotting how to get rid of him. There's a small group of Pharisees in a local synagogue somewhere in Galilee. Are they really going to be able to kill him? Probably not. But this Matthew's showing the beginning of this mindset that is going to culminate with the religious leaders in Jerusalem actually bringing about the execution of Jesus. So it's, it goes way beyond just that we're not comfortable with him. To We've got to get rid of this guy. He's dangerous. So We're seeing a variety of responses from those who come to faith, those who don't care, those who aren't sure, and now those who are in active opposition to Jesus. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time. So continue working through Matthew.